0: The Hope FM Breakfast Show, brought to you by Creative Dental Clinic Budapest. Get the dental health you and your mouth deserve. Visit creativedental.eu. That's creative, starting with a K and ending with a V, dentalclinic.eu. Well, I'm delighted that my special guest this morning is Steve Goddard, who's the CEO of the Christian Resources Exhibitions. We've been friends for a long time, haven't we, Steve?
1: oh yes indeed indeed indeed
0: (laughs) and uh, and in fact it will be true to say that really you've been around with christian resources exhibitions almost forever
1: forever actually forever because i went to the very first exhibition in 1985 as an exhibitor Um, in 1987 i began working on the public relations side of the of the business uh, as a consultant and then about six years seven years ago bought the business um, I, I did a, what was the name of the guy who, who liked the razor blade so much he bought the, <laughs> bought the business, you know. Yes, I know the man. <laughs> <laughs> Victor Kayyem. That's that name, Victor Kayyem.
0: Yes. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, but of course, when it started, when you were an exhibitor, there was somebody else at the helm then, wasn't there?
1: Yes, Gospatrick Hume, who founded the exhibition. Uh, he'd been an exhibition organiser of, of modern railway, uh, model railway, uh, uh enthusiasts and that sort of thing and um but his his wife said to him look uh goss i think you should be using your skills to create a, an exhibition for churches to show them all the resources that are available and uh that's exactly what he did in the mid 80s
0: and where was that
1: it was at the royal horticultural halls in london the first exhibition um uh, quite a small venue and um but it was packed out and um, it was enormously successful. So they moved the exhibition after two years to Sandown Park Exhibition Centre at the race course there. And um, for many, many years, it's, it's been there. Um, it, it won't be there this year but um, it it will return eventually.
0: Uh, Well, I have fond memories of being at Sandown Park. And I have to say, Steve, in all those years that I was coming to the exhibition in One guise or Another, I never, ever went to Sandown Park for anything else. I never went to any race (laughs) meetings or anything like that.
1: Nor have I. I mean, I've never been either. I've been invited, of course, because now that my wife and I own the exhibition, We get invited to these kind of big, big events, you see, as we're preferred guests, but. I honestly am not terribly interested in horse racing, I have <laughs> to admit. I think it's something you're either into or you're not. Yeah,
0: but I have to say that the venue and the lookout on the on the whole yeah. scenery is is still oh. fantastic there, isn't it? Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, it's second to none.
0: Yeah. So if somebody never ever been to a Christian resources exhibition anywhere for that matter, and they walk through the doors, what are the sort of things that they're gonna find as they come to the exhibition?
1: They're going to find everything that happens underneath the roof of a church, including the roof, <laughs> um, because, you know, it's about the building and it's about what the work, what work is done um, within the building. So we everything from um, seating, pews, fl- heating of churches, don't forget, um, well, we all know what it's like to sit in a drafty church at some time or other. Um, so, heating specialists, um, people who uh, care for the, the, the kids in church, the youth groups, the um, the, the mums and tots, um, the outreach to the community, to for even um, help on debt that sort of thing. So we're looking at the fabric of the church as well as the mission of the church.
0: And uh, apart from the actual exhibits that people can go around with, the phenomenal variety that you've just described, uh, it was traditional for you to put on other things during those weeks, special seminars, weren't they?
1: Oh, we have 50 um, seminars going on um, in, in the upcoming exhibition in November um, and that, again, uh, ranges everything from uh, from faith sharing to to actual sort of fundraising. So it really is a kind of uh, a day of discovery for people who are probably the majority of people will have some um, position of responsibility in the church, but it's not exclusive for that.
0: And over the how many years was it at Sandown Park? Uh,
1: well, uh, I can't count them up. I just i mean it's you know 30 odd years yeah it, it's um a lot. That, that's basically it, very many and and um and obviously we had covid broke into it and we had to uh, postpone exhibitions cancel some so but we're back out and, and running again uh, in spite of that
0: and um, and if you look back over those years are there any sort of highlights that stick in your mind
1: <laughs> oh my goodness me um i mean uh I, i've Obviously, there's some wild and wacky events, like the time we had an inflatable church. Yes, um, I remember that. (laughs) Back in 2003, 47 foot high, 47 foot wide, with an inflatable pulpit and inflatable pews. Um, We put that up on the um, parade ring at Sandown Park where the horses normally parade. And uh, that was enormous fun. <laughs> um, but we, we've had uh, clergy on the catwalk we've done many, many times with genuine live clergy uh, modeling the latest investment designs. And, yes, they really are fashions, investments as, as much as anything else. So, um, so that's all been, been good. And, uh, and, of course, the good solid um, events, too, uh, the various special guests an artist coming and uh, performing as well so it's a real potpourri of of different things
0: Uh, one of them that i do remember and it was sparked by the fact just the other night i came across the uh, series that michael parkinson did on his saturday night programs obviously sadly michael parkinson passed away and the first one that i came to to watch was his interview with roy castle and I do remember Roy Castle being featured at the Christian Resources Exhibition with his big band. It was quite spectacular.
1: It was spectacular. And it was his last ever um, gig with a band. Um, and he did it with his son, um, Ben Castle. And uh, they he knew that he was uh, obviously terminally ill. Um, nobody knew that it was quite, going to be quite as soon as uh, his demise but um, he came out in spite of being still quite unwell and brought the band down. And it was his last uh, last gig. And the thing was, this was just before people had video cameras and they had mobile phones to record the event. We have no recording of Roy Castle's last uh, ever g- gig with a band.
0: Oh yeah, but it was a spectacular event As there have been so many uh, throughout the years Well, I've asked you to pick a piece of music And you've picked a very interesting one to start with anyway So tell us about your choice of music
1: Well I think probably uh, quite a few people won't realise Just who played the piano on uh, Morning Is Broken Recorded by Cat Stevens back in 1971 I think it was um, of course, the piano introduction really does make the song. I can remember the hymn as a kid, um, and it was sort of played dirge-like a bit on, on a, a <laughs> pipe organ. Um, but some from somewhere, somebody had the idea to put in some wonderful arpeggios um, and create an atmosphere to the song, change it just enough to, to make it accessible um, to a wider audience. That man was Rick Wakeman. And uh, Rick Wakeman really took the hymn from from being that sort of fairly basic thing into a, a, a worldwide hit. Um, but it was a, quite an accident because Cat Stevens had just heard him playing some arpeggios for a piece of music he was had created for one of his albums, and said, "Oh, I like that. Let's make that the start of um, of the hymn." So, uh, Morning Is Broken by Cat Stevens. Yeah, that's the song. uh, And and the reason why I'm mentioning that is Rick Wakeman will be opening the next exhibition for us.
0: And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. First of all, here's Morning Is Broken with Cat Stevens and the introduction by Rick Wakeman. That, of course, was Morning as Broken by Cat Stevens with the musical accompaniment there of Rick Wakeman, who Steve has mentioned is going to be opening uh, the new exhibition that's coming up this November. So, Steve, we've talked a lot about uh, what happened in the past. This, This is a new era as you do an exhibition away from Sandown Park. So tell us about the new exhibition
1: the exhibition on the road uh, for the next two to three years Um, the demand has come from exhibitors to reach new a new audience uh, a wider audience than we've been able to before and uh, visitors too are constantly asking us from all over whether it be Aberystwyth or or, um, Northumberland or you name it why don't you bring the exhibition near to where we are so we're taking it to um, to the Midlands, uh, to a new exhibition centre, Cranmore Park, um, on November the 8th and 9th of this year, and uh, then we're bringing it back to Manchester, but to a new uh, exhibition uh, hall there um, in May next year, and then uh, we're bringing it for the first time after that to Milton Keynes. Um, so so it is a question of finding a new audience. Uh, for the exhibitors, obviously, who want to reach out as widely as they can to as many different churches as possible.
0: So the one coming up in November, which Rick Wakeman is opening, that's in the Birmingham area. It used to be traditional to do things at the NEC. So is this close by?
1: very close by it's in solihull the same as where the nec is but much much smaller venue and i have to say part of the reason why is we're not lost in the huge um big uh sort of cavern that is (laughs) the nec in all honesty this is a an intimate uh exhibition center and here's the other big advantage the parking is free oh yeah um if you've been to the nec you know it costs you about 20 quid to get out um, of the car park so there are uh, uh, there are mitigating circumstances that have taken us to cranmore park so
0: you've got great plans there it's very specific um but actually it was this year that you had a plan that didn't quite work out and that was connected with liverpool wasn't it
1: it was indeed. We'd uh, booked to uh, run the exhibition at the ACC Liverpool, uh, down by the docks. We paid our deposit, signed the contract, and then we were told unceremoniously that uh, Eurovision was coming to town, and so we had to uh, vacate the premises. Um, so we were stuck without uh, an exhibition uh, in May, um, and uh, it's it's been tricky, I can tell you. And we're in still in some dispute with um, the venue there. So that's the untold story of this year's Eurovision.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking about that when I was watching Eurovision, thinking, hmm, Steve should have been there with, <laughs> with his exhibition. <laughs> but I, I, I think, of course, it wasn't just you that got abandoned, it was other things that were going to be happening there as well. In,
1: in, well, well, myself, well, let's say CRE, and Elton John, Oh. Got kicked out. Oh right. So even even Elton got kicked out. Oh right. Um, um, so I, I was in good company. <laughs> uh, and, but yeah. we we're, we're, we're both still standing.
0: Uh, both still standing. Yes. Well, I do remember you tinkering on the keyboard yourself with a few Elton John songs. Well,
1: that's true. That's true. <laughs> I go out as I go out as belting John every uh, b- now and then. Belting and, John. Uh, yeah, are you yeah.
0: going to do that at the exhibition ever?
1: Uh, no, not when Rick Wakeman's <laughs> around. I, I'm afraid, no, I, even I have some pride.
0: Oh, yeah. So, uh, exhibition on in Birmingham, Rick Waitman's going to open it. You've talked about the various things that are going to happen. Is there anything special, the special focus of that event?
1: Well, we're looking, uh, Mission on the Map is something which we have uh, running now at the last two or three exhibitions, where we a uh, special focus on worldwide mission. Um, and so there's an area of about 12 exhibitors will be looking at all different aspects of mission um, uh, across the world and indeed at home. So that's an, an important feature. Um, the rest of it really is, uh, you know, the practical nuts and bolts of church life. Um, and so if, if you really care about that area um, and, you, you know, you want to see your church develop in whatever way, then we're likely to have Somebody there an exhibitor speaking on or exhibiting something uh, on the, on that area.
0: I'm sure it will all be fantastic. So if people want to know especially about the exhibition coming up in Birmingham, uh, where can they get the information?
1: Just go to www.creonline.co.uk online, so that's all one And that will take you to the website, which um, is giving you the full spec uh, where you can also order tickets. Um, Now, it costs um, on the door. It would be eight pounds to get in. But if you order in advance, if you book in advance, it's just four pounds and uh, book three or more at one time and it's just £3 to
0: get it. Uh, We'll be definitely encouraging people uh, to do that. Uh, So we wish you well with the Birmingham exhibition and uh, we hope it all goes well it sounds like Rick Waitman will be a real hit as well
1: Well uh, yes, I I believe so, I believe so (laughs) and don't forget that what people don't realise is he used to be a Sunday school teacher um, before he became famous Really? Uh, Yes, he was in the Baptist Church in South Harrow uh, and was baptized there and um, has always looked back on that as an incredibly formative time of his life. It, um, and asked. so we'll be talking about his not only his musical experience but all, also his spiritual experience too.